Welcome to OA50, where we'll master mediocrity and find meaning in the dictionary and fight for the respect of dad jokes. Here we go. I don't know what it is, but that intro always makes me laugh. You know, it's peppered with sarcasm and um, like the dad joke piece, mastering mediocrity. You know, the funny thing about it is I've had people listen to it and um, I thought that it would come across as just being quirky and kind of funny. And I see this puzzled look on their face. So... I don't know that my sarcasm gets through because it certainly didn't get through on the intro. But if you've listened to it, it's sarcasm. There's a lot of just uh, dad joke stuff. All right, so welcome to the program. Today, we're going to flip that switch to persuasion so that you can master negotiations. You can master conversations. The idea of what I'm talking about today is really a framework or for what should be used, intuitively should be used, anytime you approach a conversation where, I don't even want to say the stakes are high, it's just meaningful to you, and there's an objective of what you want to pull out of it. So today is the first installment, a primer really, of the seven-part series where I'm going to discuss each of the six skills uh, so that you'll have both an explanation and some real-life application to effectively apply these. And look, I don't, I don't think these are any sort of magic formula where you're going to hear these and be like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? But what I'm hopeful is, is that the context, the explanation, and some of the color that I'm adding around it will be useful, and that's going to be that enlightening, all right, yeah, I do need to pay attention to that, and this is something that, at the very least, I I need to think about more or have some cognizance, some observation of how effective you're doing that particular skill in a conversation. So, but before we jump to those, I recorded a call to really capture how effective these skills are. And I think what you're gonna hear through this call is not only are these skills, but these are these are borderline Jedi mind tricks. Here's the call and please don't use these on your friends. Frank's Pizza. Yeah, I'd like to uh, place a takeout order, please. Okay, uh, what can I get for you? Two large pepperoni pizzas with extra cheese. Okay, got it. Anything else? Nope, that'll do it. Okay, the total comes to 1807. You know, I was thinking that I'd get the manager special, and uh, these are going to be on the house. Huh? For free? That's right, Frank. Pizzas are going to be free. And you know what? You're going to throw in some cinnamon twists. Okay, you got it, bud. Uh, Two large pepperoni pizzas, extra cheese on the house. 
And we're throwing in some cinnamon twists. Pizza should be ready in about uh, 20-30 minutes, and we'll see you then. Uh, great. That's perfect. And by the way, these are not the droids you were looking for. You know, after listening to that, the feeling I have right now is very, very similar to the feeling I was describing at the beginning of the call when I was talking about my intro. So, dad jokes. Again, part of my fabric. I thought it was funny. Hopefully you did too. But I suspect Vegas shows differently. All right, let's jump into the six fundamental skills of persuasion. First one is purpose. Second one's empathy. Third one is openness and patience, listening, expression. And of course, if you put all those together, what do you have? You have an acronym. You have people. So I call these people skills. Probably ranks down there with my dad jokes, but uh, it's helped me over the years keep these organized. So if I'm going into a conversation that uh, is worth thinking about, this gives me a framework to think about that conversation and uh, prepare for it. And even more so in a professional setting. But I use this for personal conversations. In fact, I think each of these are essential you want it to be productive. Because the first one that we'll jump into now, actually the first two, purpose and empathy, these are really two skills that you should be thinking about before you enter the conversation. And so purpose, it's pretty obvious, gotta understand the objective for the conversation. Every effective communication has to be approached with a purpose and intention. It's your mission statement or your vision to the conversation. If you don't know why you're having the if you don't know why you're having the conversation, then how can you know what you want out of it? Hold your frame and navigate to a reasonable conclusion. So I think the other effective attribute of knowing the purpose is it it keeps you in perspective throughout the conversation. It's your perception checking. That is, all right, am I staying on course? Am I steering this right? Are we are we making traction to the right end? Okay. Second skill, evaluation and empathy. You've got to understand not only your own story before you go into the conversation, but you've got to understand their story. Where are they coming from? What what facts do you feel that they're operating from to build their position? And so when we think about facts and stories, those are two different things. Facts talk about what's happened. The other talks about how we perceive it. And if you listen to my last episode, Perception's Everything. It's also important to understand that most, most folks come from a rational perspective. Nobody's trying to go into this stuff rationally, but it's the stories that get them amped up and take them out of their rational self. And so part of your objective must not only be to understand our story, but the best we can to empathize with their story, to really stand in their shoes and understand their position. The better you can do that, 
both before and during the communication, the more effectively you can bridge a connection and facilitate the right resolution. I'm telling you, this stuff works, really. And when we think about purpose and evaluation, I'm not talking about a two-hour drill where you're sitting down and meditating on this stuff. It is just a quick thought of, all right, why am I going into this? What do I want to get out of the conversation? And where are they coming from? To really feel that and understand maybe the intensity of the emotions that they're going to shoot back with. All right, so now we're in the conversation and that's where the next four skills are essential. The first of those and the third skill overall is openness or objectivity. Okay, and this is, the purpose here is to create an open, truthful and authentic experience and space for the conversation right? How many conversations have you been a part of where somebody is giving you this token space to speak? You're watching their lips, you're watching their their body language, and they're just waiting to talk. They don't want to hear you. Their ears are completely shut. Their heart is completely shut. It is absolutely a conversation in vain. You can't be that person. You should enter all conversations with an openness to hear the other person's story. Look, they're getting the facts wrong, they're getting the facts wrong. You can talk about that. Because operating from the understood, agreed-upon facts is essential. So as part of your openness, it's a distillation process to hear their story and kind of unwind from that what's real, what's fake, where are they adding color, and what's, what's an essential fact. And the other important piece to that is really empathizing. It's, it's, it's the one thing that you can say to that person that says, look, I'm not losing sight that we're all human and we, we're all approaching life from a rational perspective, but with a different, sometimes much different story than what I've got. And so, and when you empathize, I think it also invokes some transparency in the dialogue where they feel comfortable and they can talk about it. And that's not only their story, but what's underneath their story, their emotion, what they've got at stake. This is good stuff, all right? So openness. So the next one is patience. I probably shouldn't talk about this. I think it's self-explanatory, but it's one of those it's one of those concepts that you can say it over and over, like I've got to be patient. I've got to be patient. And I can speak from experience. I lose it quickly in the wrong setting. And so although it's difficult in practice, it is an feature for constructive dialogue. Folks can't meaningfully communicate without patience. It gives you both the space and platform to listen and express. So if you take it out, people are impatient, compromises understanding, empathy, trust, all that. And people sense it. So if you're getting impatient and you got that mumbling mouth because you just want to say what you got to say, then once people feel that what they're expressing is being cramped upon or falling on deaf ears, they disengage, man. The ripcord has been pulled, they're out, and whatever you say is going to be reciprocated in kind. All right, next one, listening. Probably self-explanatory too, but as with patience, it's, it's the 
inextricable partner to patients. You, as your patient, you've got to listen. You can be an active listener, right? You can probe, ask questions. That's fine for context. But space will do you little good with the patients if you don't stay tuned in to the other side and really digest what's being offered, man. If you're missing the mark, then your response and keeping the conversation, the purpose on course, it's gone. And all too often, crucial messages or expressions, all that can be lost because the other side's just tuned out or in this, oh, I know what they're going to say. I know what they're going to say, right? They've already got that spinning dialogue in their head. And so they're hearing their inner self rather than hearing the other person. And nothing's worse than watching a person anticipate their turn to talk. It just, everybody, everybody just disengages. So but by listening, we can more effectively build the bridge to conversation, maneuver when those impediments come up, and ultimately finesse towards a compatible solution, right? It's productive. If your objective is to come to a resolution and as close as possible to what your ideal, your desirable state, then you've got to win the other side. You've got to win their engagement before you can win their commitment on a solution. Because if they disengage, you're, you're done. And not only may it cave that conversation, but it, it might cave... Whatever's at stake, the the possibility of a future conversation. The last one, and I'd say the last one is probably the least important, is expression. That is, it's time for you to step up on stage and talk about your piece. And I think the most important thing to think about when it comes to expression is being clear, articulate your position, and deliver it both in content and how you say it with the empathy that you've curated both before and during the conversation, right? Now you know their story. You've digested that. And so mentally, you need to be making some tweaks on how you're going to position this Because ultimately what you're trying to say is, look, I feel strongly about this. This is my story. And I would like to, as best as possible, take your story in mind and find a bridge. And so hard positioning, positing, that's not going to work. And it's also your opportunity to explore the unknowns, confirm understanding, create stability in the conversation if it's off to a shaky start. And so maybe you don't jump immediately into your points or position, but you stabilize things. And look, we'll get into all that in terms of where expression, the different paths that can lead down and how you do that gut check really in the on the fly to assess all that and, um, and then pivot as needed. But there you have it, purpose empathy or evaluation, openness and objectivity, patience, listening and expression, put it all together and you've got people skills. And the upcoming episodes, I'm going to break them all down and give you some real life application. I'm telling you, you use this stuff, it will work. 
My dad jokes don't work. Have a good one.